You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of Friday, August the 12th, 2022, you're tuned into tomorrow, our third hour of three hours, as our 27th year continues, bringing you the latest in fun and cool consumer tech. And of course, I like to say that that includes things like gadgets and gizmos and products and services and apps and websites, all sorts of goodies available today and into tomorrow. So thank you for joining us. Thank you especially for calling in and participating on the program. As is our custom, three important reminders. If you haven't been reminded yet today. Back up your spam filters. No, no, no. You don't need to back up your spam filters. You need to check your spam filters and back up your important data. Oh, there you go. And what's the third item? Subscribe to our free podcast. And why might they want to do that? So that you don't miss into tomorrow. Well, how would they miss it? They might. If, <laughs> that's all you're going to commit to? Yes. All right. So you might miss the show, but you won't miss it if you subscribe to our podcast. Right. And how does one subscribe? At intotomorrow.com. Or? Through your favorite podcast uh, provider. Provider. Yeah. Like I get you're mine. so good at that living. <laughs> I, am, I am phenomenal at it. You know, I happen to get mine through Amazon Music. Amazon and, and, music. Amazon music. Amazon music. Or you music. could get it through Apple. Apple. Okay. Or Google. Yeah. Or Spotify. Sp- Spotify. Or TuneIn. Yeah. Or what are some of the others? But we're available on all of the platforms. Yes. Thanks to our friends from Blueberry. Yeah. So you can get the Into Tomorrow podcast for free any number of places. But it's easiest to sign up. At our own site. And the other thing you really should sign up for that's free is our uh, weekly tech newsletter. Yes. And that's that happens when you visit intotomorrow.com. Well, what happens is you're not automatically subscribed because right. that would be spam. We don't do that. But we ask only for your email address in a little box that pops up. We don't share your email with anyone. Never have in 27 years. Not going to start now. We don't spam you either because it's a double opt-in program. You'll get a subsequent email that says, are you sure you want the Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter? Of course, because you wouldn't have given us your email if you didn't. But you click that link. That's important. Don't miss that step, which also means check your spam filter, that it didn't end up there. And then voila, you'll be getting our free once-a-week tech newsletter. And you'll want that. You will. There's a lot of tech news. For example... This week, in addition to tech news, in addition to telling you who's on the show and links to our guests and, and cool things and hmm thoughts to make you smile. Well, uh, we'll tell you how you can spot a real-time deep fake. And oh. how you, how you want to just you know do something as easy as tell a person, eh, turn to the right. If you want the details, you'll have to read the, the story. Really? Yeah. Just, uh, turn to the right? Yeah. Oh, 
All right, now I'm intrigued. And it's a good thing I already get the tech newsletter. I'm going to have to read it this week. Yeah. Not that I don't every week. Right. But now I'm going to look for that. Deep what? Deep fakes. No, deep about, fakes. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you how you can spot a deep fake. Okay. Hey, look to the right. Now i got to figure out. Apparently that's becoming a bigger problem even on uh, like video conferencing these days. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. If you've noticed a large number of electric scooters strewn about the streets of a city near you, even more than usual, there's an explanation. Bolt Mobility, the electric scooter rental company co-founded by legendary sprinter Usain Bolt, has apparently halted operations. Oh. Yeah. The startup economy has fallen on challenging times as of late, but it's still surprising how usainly fast... (laughs) The company dashed out of business. Or bolted out of the... Uh, bolted the out of the, of the scooter business altogether <laughs> yeah. because they did. And I'm guessing that they're probably not retrieving all of their scooters. So if you see one, I guess it's fair game. <laughs> yeah, we're not suggesting you steal it because it's not yours, but maybe you use it for a while. Yeah. If it'll work. Because don't they have to, to activate they it? have to, to be unlocked by an app or something. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work, but check them out. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned uh, earlier in the show about the big Galaxy event that was held this week. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, they also, because we talked about the, um, what did we talk about earlier? <laughs> the <laughs> Galaxy Z Fold 4 and the Galaxy Z Flip 4. Yeah, in um, case you forgot. Yeah, now but, we're going to talk a little bit about the Samsung Galaxy Watch 5 and the Galaxy Watch 5 Pro, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, the uh, Galaxy Watch 5 is going to be available in 40 millimeter and 44 millimeter sizes with LTE Bluetooth options available. Uh, the Galaxy Watch 5 Pro comes in just one size, so hopefully you're okay with a 45 millimeter. It's a silly millimeter bigger. Yeah. Um, but both will include Samsung's 3-in-1 bioactive sensor, which is an optical heart rate sensor, uh, uh, an electrical heart sensor, and a bioelectric impedance analysis sensor. Oof. Basically, they, they allow you to detect things such as body composition. Oh, I don't think my, I want to know. My body composition is like 80% pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the new watch will tell you that. Yeah. Gotcha. Both watches have sleep coaching to help better monitor your sleeping habits. And a temperature sensor has also been introduced. The Galaxy Watch 5 will start at 280 bucks for the Bluetooth version, $330 for the LTE model. Galaxy Watch 5 Pro will start at $450 for Bluetooth only and $500 for the LTE version. Suddenly I'm Oof. missing my $89 Casio. Yeah, the one with a calculator even <laughs> yeah. built in. Both will be available on August 26th, but you can pre-order them now. Yeah, um, And you, you talked about the new Buds. They released the Galaxy Buds 2 Pro. Whoa. And what do they do that different than the other Buds? I don't know. It's another number. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but uh, they're the new flagship earbuds, the Galaxy Buds 2, uh, offer a compact redesign that aims to be more ergonomic. Ooh, so it'll fit your ear nicer, apparently. Yeah. Well, they're 28% smaller than the predecessor, according to Samsung. Oh. Um, they'll be released for $230 on, you guessed it, August 26th. Well, look at that. Six days after your birthday, they're Yay. releasing all this stuff. There you go. And they mistake us for people who care. Yeah. No, no. Well, I'd like it. I'm, I've been wearing, as you have, you got my hand-me-down, but I've been wearing the, the latest Galaxy watch 
before these came out, yeah. and I love it. I do like it. Oh, it doesn't have all these fancy dancy features, but it's oh, got a lot of stuff. Well, and I and I get even less features than you because I'm using it with uh, an iPhone. So you know, you get things like I guess you know somebody sends you a picture on your thing. It'll show up on your watch. Mine, it doesn't show up on there. You can answer your phone with the watch and talk on the watch. You can't like Dick do Tracy. that either. I can answer the phone, but it answers on the phone. So if, if if I'm out talking to you at your desk and my phone's sitting on my desk and it rings, I can answer it on the watch, but I have to then run really fast so that I can actually you, talk to the person. A, you don't run. B, you definitely don't run really fast. You should. Uh, even with the treadmill I gave you, you've been on it once in, what, four months? Um, however, you could at least tell somebody, hold on, I can't hear you at the moment. Give me a moment. I'm getting back to my phone. can't hear me either because all it does oh. is answer. It doesn't, it doesn't oh, so actually you... initiate the call. Oh, jeez. So, so it's, a, it's a pointless feature because I can answer it. No, it's not. But I then have to have the phone. The point is stop being an iPhone-y no, and is, get an Android. The point is instead of giving me your hand-me-down Galaxy watch, buy me an iWatch, an, iWatch, an, an Apple I... Watch. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I don't buy Apple stuff. Okay, well, then give me the money and I'll buy it. Negative. <laughs> That's ridiculously expensive. Just like you give me your credit card and ask me to order something for you from Amazon. <laughs> I never do that because I never give Jeff Bozos any of my money. Right. But uh, but occasionally an item or two does show up mm-hmm. that apparently I've paid for. Yeah. You should not have my credit card number. No, no. no. Um, speaking of Apple, Apple usually introduces new iPhones in September, which means the rumored iPhone 14 may be right around the corner. Uh, we're expecting to see a notchless display and a 48-megapixel camera on the Pro models, among other changes. Apple may also ditch the iPhone mini in favor of a 6.7-inch iPhone 14 Max, if the leaks and reports are to be believed. Mm. All of this may come, though, at a price hike to the tune of $100, according to predictions from analysts. A report suggests that Apple's entire supply chain is seeing price increases. Um, of course, Apple hasn't commented on this yet. Of course not. <laughs> well, and also because everything from Apple comes from China anyway. Yeah. So that's an issue. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll announce any of these things at IFA next month. No, because they don't show up at IFA. Yeah. They always well, just want to do their own yeah, thing. Well, they don't show up at CES either. So. Yeah, well, that's true. But my gosh, they just want to do their own thing. Oh, mm-hmm. but guess what? We also do our own thing for our own audience. What's that? The Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. We've added new items as well this past week. Check out the post for the summer giveaway at intotomorrow.com. And no promises, no guarantees. But when you call in, when we hear you on the show, you win fabulous prizes automatically. So list, when you call in, list four or five items if you'd like. We'll do our best to get at least one of them to you, like you might want. Just added this week from Creative, we've got their Live Cam Sync V3 plug-and-play 2K webcams. Ah, if you're into radio, and of course you are because you're listening to Into Tomorrow, from Sanjeev, we've got several of their $150 RCR40 AM-FM Bluetooth digital clock radios. You may want to ask for one of those. We've got that ever-popular e-bike from Bike.com. It's the Denago 48-volt electric bike, $1,500. How about a new computer from our friends at Blue Jour? They sent several of their Cube mini PCs. These are really cool PCs with unique designs worth $750 each. You may end up with one of those. Hampton Products International is out to make your home smarter. They sent smart security light with camera, a smart pan and tilt indoor camera, smart adjustable floodlight bulbs, and outdoor smart plugs with two outlets. I think they have a lot of smart stuff. Yeah. All right. And if you're smart, how about the Casio CTS-1000V keyboard? 
that speaks and sings words. Yeah. From Casio, it's worth $450. How about Bob, the mini dishwasher? Oh, hey, Bob. <laughs> hey. Wash my dishes. Yeah, from uh, Dantec. And that's worth $450. Also, we got a lot of important and expensive goodies for you. How about from Western Digital? Their 256-gig SanDisk iExpand wireless phone charger with automatic backup. That's worth $120 right there. Or their 2-terabyte external gaming hard drives worth $90, and they sent several of those to share. And, of course, it's uh, easy to win. All you've got to do is participate. Let us hear your voice on the show because you know, it's it's an audio show. It's a radio show, a podcast, whatever you want to – however you listen. Stream. Either we way, do all of that either stuff. Either way, you're listening to us, so let us listen to you. Well, there you go. Yeah. I like so, how you describe that it's – Audio, right. On air, on air. online, on now. On and to let us hear you, all you have to do is uh, hit up that Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. You can hit that uh, message to studio button in the app or stop by our site and click on that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Cool. And if you do the latter, we ask one important thing of you. Well, really three things, but all in one. So it's a yeah. three in one. Right. Okay. Tell us your name. Yeah. How you hear us. Yeah. And don't say with your ears. And where you're participating from, not and, the couch. Right. Or the kitchen or <laughs> yeah. something. But yeah. Like what city? So at least your first name, how you hear us, and where you're joining right. us from. You know, we got to know where you're representing from. <laughs> there you go. So be <laughs> representing. And then at the end of your question or comment or help for another listener or tech rage, you can simply say, Goodbye. There you go. <laughs> and then we'll know that you were paying attention if we hear... Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Apparently now Porsche is also expanding into the e-bike market with joint ventures to build components for its line of e-bikes. The luxury car maker recently acquired Fazua, or Fazua, I don't know how you, how you'd say that. They will make the drive systems and form the joint ventures with Dutch company Ponoke Investment. Don't know how to pronounce that either, but okay. So Porsche is now saying, well, we, we want to do e-bikes as well. Of course, they didn't send one for giveaway like bike.com did. Mm-hmm. So the heck on them. But they can send me a 911 Turbo. Okay. For you to uh, review and eval? Yeah. For like a day and then you have to send it back? No, it's just let me keep it. Oh. Spotify is expanding into yet another facet of the music business, concert ticket sales. Oh, boy. The audio streaming company silently launched a new website, tickets.spotify.com, where users can purchase tickets for live music events. The website currently only shows a handful of events. Uh, Spotify told TechCrunch that it's just testing the waters with the new service, and it couldn't provide much information besides the usual quote about routinely trying out new products and ideas. Uh, Spotify did say that these are only pre-sale tickets, which will come from artists' uh, pre-sale allocations for upcoming concerts. Well, interesting. Maybe that'll work out for folks, especially if you are a Spotify Spotify user anyway already. Three in ten Twitter users in an Ad Age and Harris Poll survey say their view of Twitter improved when Elon Musk announced his intention to purchase the platform, while 18% say it's become worse. The survey also found that 81% of users think the platform is a good way for brands to reach consumers and 35% use the platform daily or weekly. So I'm curious for our audience, how often do you tweet or even visit Twitter to see what others are tweeting? Never. Well, I didn't ask you. I asked our audience. <laughs> yeah. Let us know at 800-899-INTO. Oh, 
And let's meet frequently, shall we, at intotomorrow.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. A quickie into tomorrow tech fact for you to share. The term computer bug was coined way back in 1947 when a moth became trapped in a computer relay causing an error. But do you know who it was that coined the term? Uh, The moth's mother? Grace Hooper. Admiral Grace Grace Murray Hooper? Hooper? Yes. No kidding. Very cool. I actually met her once. Back in the day, she was the Grand Marshal of the Orange Bowl Parade, when for 29 years I was the announcer on on network television uh, and would announce her and introduce her and, you know, live from Miami, Florida and all that fun stuff. Uh And she was the Grand Marshal one year. What an amazing lady. Oh, smart? I had never met her, but I read so much about her. Yeah. Yeah. She was a very smart woman. Very. Oh, my gosh. She was the one that found the moth in the computer and taped it to the logbook and coined the term computer bug. Wow. I'm even more (laughs) expressed now. How about them apples? Yeah. Oh, pretty cool. Did I mention, welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast. In fact, it'll be easy for most Into Tomorrow listeners. They've got plans starting at just $12 a month. Check out B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. It's time for our history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With this week's look back at IFA's historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. Line, 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 line. In 1966, an international conference authorized the European formats PAL and CCAM. And it was in 1967 at the 25th IFA in Berlin when the German Chancellor Willy Brandt pressed the button to launch color television in Germany. I know nothing. Nothing. And this was, of course, many years after the U.S. In fact, it was in Tech History last week. We talked about 1954 when color televisions went on sale here in the U.S. Yeah. So Germany didn't have color TV until 1967. Wow. Uh, but uh, the communist Eastern Germany started two years later but used the French CCAM system to keep their citizens from watching West Germany's color TV, their favorite but illegal source of information and entertainment. Only big, expensive screens were available in color, and content very slowly made the transition to color. 
That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. And Steve in Kenosha, Wisconsin, listens to our free Into Tomorrow podcast that you can snag from wherever you get your podcasts or snag them at intotomorrow.com. And, of course, that's all brought to you by Blueberry. Hey, Steve. Hey, Dave. Cameron. Oh, it, it, Chris might be there, too. Oh, she's fine. My uh, <laughs> mother-in-law's getting a little bit older, and my wife goes to call her, and she doesn't answer her cell phone. She's either left in another room or doesn't hear it or is falling asleep. My question to you is, is there something I can connect kind of in her apartment that'll ring or flash and, and tell her the cell phone's ringing? I thought about, like, a, a Fitbit or something, but she's going to take that off, I'm sure, and then leave it and we'll be in the same problem we are now yeah well steve there used to be some phone holders that would ring loudly and flash lights if the phone was ringing you can find it by the name of multi-phone ringer and flasher which should tell you something about how generic the device is the catch is that the phone needs to be on of course for it to work which will almost certainly land you in that same situation Yeah, the reason those devices aren't more popular these days is because modern cell phones include the flashing feature as part of their accessibility tools. Uh, They'll just turn the flash on and off in distinct patterns for texts and calls. Her phone must have the feature, and it will be likely under the settings and accessibility. Now, obviously, if she leaves her phone with the flash towards the table, that method won't work either. If ringing loudly is enough and the lights are less important, then a smart speaker may help. They can act as basically a landline, but their lights are not intense enough to get much attention on their own. Yeah, we'll have a couple more suggestions when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. This our 27th year bringing you the latest in consumer tech, including products, gadgets, gizmos, services, websites, all sorts of cool things available today and into tomorrow. We want to remind you that if you don't already receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter, My goodness, why not? It's very easy, we ask, only for your email address, which we don't share with anyone. And all these years, we've never done that, and we will not do that. And we don't spam anyone. But you put your email address in a little box that pops up when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And then you'll get a subsequent email. It's a double opt-in thing because we don't spam anybody. That says, if you want to receive the tech newsletter, click here. And then voila, you're in. 
So do get that if you don't mind, because it tells you who's on the show this week. It tells you about our current prizes when you participate. You get some fun hmm thoughts that make you smile. So many people tell us they scroll down and read those first and start with smiles and then go back and look at all the other info that we have for you. Oh, including, go figure, some tech news. So again, sign up at intotomorrow.com. The Black Founders Development Program was launched to help black technology entrepreneurs grow their businesses through greater access to venture capital, corporate mentorship, and strategic connections. The global lead for open innovation and Black Founders Development Program with Accenture Ventures is Catherine Ross, who joins us now. Catherine, thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I am fantastic, Dave. Um, Thank you so much for uh, allowing me to join you. Oh, it's our pleasure. I think it's really unique what you guys are doing and very, very cool. Tell me how it got started. Uh, Well, well, Dave, it got started, uh, you know, as we looked and did research to understand where are venture capital dollars going, um, uh, you know, a few years ago. And, you know, really to understand where Accenture should place our bets, where we should be looking in the ecosystem. And finding out that less than 1% of those venture capital dollars were going to black founders. I mean, that was shocking to me. Um, it's still shocking to me today. And, you know, I had to ask the question why and then how could Accenture really truly make an impact and change the game? And essentially, that's how the program got started. Um, we were light in the beginning because one of the things that I recognized is we don't know what we don't know, hmm. right? We don't know exactly what these founders need. Um, but one of the things I absolutely did want to do was to meet them where they are. And in some cases, it may be capital. In other cases, it may be introductions. And in others, it really is for Accenture to be a test bed for them in terms of their capability. So we've started, um, you know, putting together a program. I feel like we are on stronger foundation in terms of how we drive impact uh, with our most recent investment in Sway Brand. Uh, we're starting to see the, the successes, if you will, of both partnerships and investments and how we um, can not only drive business uh, for our clients, but actually have an impact in the community as well. Well, very cool. Now, you mentioned only 1% of investments, for example, were going to black founders. I'm wondering, though, did you have any numbers or do you have any numbers about the number of black founders in terms of entrepreneurs, you know, compared to every other business opportunity out there? Is that sort of on par with that? Or I'm, I'm assuming there's a whole lot more. There's definitely a, a a growing trend is what I would say. Uh-huh. Um, they are the demographic, the fastest growing demographic of um, individuals who are starting or running businesses since 2014. Hmm. Right. And it's been it's something that's actually been accelerated by the pandemic as well. Um, the actual largest group are African-American women um, who are the fastest growing uh, entrepreneurs um, globally. Wow. Uh, so, you know, when you you, you point to the fact that this is a group of people who are starting businesses at an accelerated rate against Latinx, which is about 12.9%, um, and the Caucasian population, which is about 12.2%, right? And they're at 20%, if not more. Um, then you still have to ask your, yourself the question, if they're starting businesses at a larger um, uh, 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 speed, but they're still getting less than 1%, there is still a, there, there's a disconnect in there. Yeah. And that's what we're looking to do is how do we jumpstart that? How do we um, close that gap so that um, these businesses actually get the capital that they need, not just the capital, but the help? Um, that ultimately will drive diversity. It will drive innovation and, you know, 
um, it will create new opportunities, I think, across the board. Terrific. Now, you mentioned a company called Swaybrand, which I understand is a multicultural media tech platform. Uh, what can you tell us about what they do and why you then invested in that company? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Swaybrand, um, their CEO is Horace Flournoy. Uh, it is essentially giving that connection to the artists, the creatives who create content, who can provide multicultural, intercultural content to brands. So if you are a client or a brand and you are trying to develop a new product, or maybe you're trying to market a product to a particular demographic, how do you create that authentic connection to know what that marketing strategy should be, what that plan should be? Um, you know, even if you take a, a, if you're trying to put a retail store in a particular demographic or a particular location, um, how do you understand the makeup of that location uh, where you get down to, from a cultural perspective, what do people look for? For? What do they see? Um, and I think that's the opportunity that Sway Brand brings. They are a platform that encourages the um, brands, if you will, to come to them to provide uh, a, a, a bio or a brief, if you will, in terms of what they're looking for, which could be um, a, a grandmother uh, of color who's got grandkids and you know they're, they're developing a new product for them. And then how does that connect to the creatives, the artists, um, the underrepresented artists who can then, you know, um, utilize that opportunity to provide context, content, if you will, to that. It starts to create that platform, that connection that really is, and is using, you know, some of the words um, directly from Horace, authenticity in that marketing strategy and that opportunity. Wow. Accenture. Accenture really sees that as a, you know, marketing has been around, it's a billion dollar marketplace, but now we're opening up a demographic that has, you know, sort of been left out of that, 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 um, economic, uh, um, life cycle. Uh, and truly we see that there's new opportunities going to be created from that. And no doubt you see a lot of potential with this company then. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I and mean, if you think about a brand um, uh, and the development of new capabilities and technology, and if you can tap into a market, um, tap into a, a, a cultural intelligence is the, the, the term that, that Horace uses, that enables them to understand how they form their strategy, how they form their product, you know, that, that starts to, to truly change the game. And it, it hopefully um, prevents the stumbles or the misses uh, when you get into the market, when you get into the actual marketing um, uh, uh, execution. And I think it's it's terrific that you guys at Accenture have decided to raise awareness these days uh, about the inequities and challenges, in this case, that, that black entrepreneurs still face, but you're making a difference. You know, we truly believe at Accenture that good business does not have to come at the cost of um, uh, you know, the impact, the, uh, the opportunity to still give back to our communities, right? Those things are go hand in hand and ultimately, um, drive more business in the future, right? Um, you know, as we bring these diverse thoughts, these diverse capabilities, if you will, into the marketplace, that becomes true innovation. Um, that actually helps influence the way the world works and lives. That That is the change that we're looking to drive. Um, and so we believe that this is firmly part of our mandate as um, an entity to, to drive this level of um, awareness as well as elevation. Uh, and it is you know, part of our future in terms of um, growing our business. And uh, all things being equal and in a perfect world, where do you see this headed into tomorrow? What, what's your best case scenario at this point? Um, the, the, you know, in a perfect world, um, uh, having a black founders program is unnecessary. 
because everyone, you know, sees the value. Everyone has a, a, a fair share, an opportunity, and access to um, uh, to provide their pitch, right? Um, you know, when you have that opportunity, right, then it's a choice versus you don't have that opportunity and you're scrambling to do something. So. In the ultimate world, my program is not necessary and that our portfolios, by and large, um, are already diverse because we are actively looking for the best technology and the best capabilities in the market to solve problems. Um, in the short term, there's a lot of work that we still need to do. There is still action that we need to take. You know, billions of dollars have been pledged to help um, drive uh, uh uh, more VC dollars, if you will, into this space. But there's still a lot of inertia. There's still a lot of education that needs to happen to actually bring that to fruition. So there's still some work to be done over the course of the next couple of years um, and some seismic shifts that need to happen because I think to a certain extent, following the same processes that you did last year is not going to necessarily get you a different result. Yeah. Um, but we do need to change the way we think um, and, the, and the way we act. But those things are starting and the momentum is growing. You make some great points, and, and you're right. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, and it shouldn't matter who you are. If you've got some great ideas, and you are you have that entrepreneurial spirit, and you're looking at technology to help change the world in whatever ways you're looking at, then you should just be able to do it, and you should be able to get the support you need to make that happen. Absolutely. If you have a great idea, irrespective of your race, your gender, you should be able to have a chance to have that idea elevated and visible and, you know, morphed and changed and grown into what it can be. Uh, Love it. You're a delight to chat with. Where can our audience find more information? Uh, to find more information on our Black Founders Program, please go to www.accenture.com, search for Black Founders Development Program or just Black Founders, you will be able to find us. And if you'd like to learn more about Swaybrand, um, please go to their website, uh, swaybrand.com, uh, or follow them on Instagram, also Swaybrand. Ah, terrific. And of course, we will get our audience directly uh, to the Black Founders Development Program at Accenture.com when they visit us at IntoTomorrow.com. Catherine Ross is the global lead for open innovation and Black Founders Development Program with Accenture Ventures. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Keep up the good work. Again, visit us at intotomorrow.com. We'll get you there as we do all of our guests. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more coming into tomorrow right after this, right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. And into tomorrow, fun tech fact for you. After hiring a consultant in the early 1990s to help them evaluate possible business opportunities outside of consumer electronics, retailer Circuit City, remember them, founded used car dealer CarMax. We talked about that on the show a few weeks yeah. ago, and I did not know that. But I find that fascinating. Circuit City, history. CarMax, might as well be. Yeah. Uh, but they're still around. <laughs> 
because when I had them give me a price for my used MDX before I bought the brand new one, they were the highest price. So I personally didn't recommend friends going to CarMax because that didn't work. I mean, I always love, you know, looking back at, like, these companies' origins and, you know, how you find out, you know, all these tech companies that, you know, didn't start off as tech companies. Like we talked about Samsung started as a grocery store. And yeah. Nintendo started as a playing card company. And Radio Shack started as a leather manufacturer. They were Tandy Leather. They were into leather? That was how they started. It was the Tandy Leather Company, and then they sort of morphed into, you know, the Tandy Electronics Company, which was the owner of Radio Shack. That was the parent company of Radio Shack, the wow. Tandy Computers. And, well, of course. Yeah, I remember yeah. Tandy, but I did not remember they were leather. Yes. Interesting. Wow, the plot thickens, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Pretty cool. What do you think about companies, tech companies, changing things over the years? What, in fact, is the most interesting to you? How do you feel about these companies that started off doing very many other things other than consumer tech and then got into consumer tech. Well, it's like, you know, the parent company of the advanced uh, media network is Gravelon Electronics. What did Gravelon Electronics start off doing? It wasn't a radio show, was it? No, we were yeah. selling phones and beepers and yeah, DJ stuff. equipment. And, and yeah, <laughs> that's true. Speakers. Uh, we did, gosh, a couple of dozen uh, ice and roller skating rinks around the state. and I mean, a lot of weird stuff. But it was always electronics, though, one way yeah. or another. Always electronics. And that's that's true. It's our parent company is Graveline Electronics, Inc. And, wow. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. So even we have a weird history. Yeah. <laughs> we have but, a weird present, too. <laughs> yeah, true. But, it's again, it's always been electronics one way or another. This is true. And consumer tech one way or another. And we don't do any of that anymore because we don't sell products. We only try to sell advertising. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard enough. Walter from, he says, Everywhere USA, and he says he listens on the radio. Well, that's not a lot of information, but he sent the following email. He says, Great show, guys. I listen to you every Sunday at work. My parents live very rural, as in cellular is almost useless. About a year ago, I purchased an amplifier, just barely did the job with the help of an old 12-foot aluminum satellite dish pointed at the only tower in the area, which was about eight miles on the other side of the mountain. They don't want satellite, so what would you suggest for a stronger cellular signal? Also, what are your thoughts on the Brave browser? Well, Walter, you can't really repeat or boost what isn't there. So you probably only have two options. First, you could try a booster with a bigger, better antenna, or even change the placement of your current one to a location with hopefully some better cell reception. And if there isn't a place with better reception or a better antenna doesn't help, then you're probably looking at plugging in your own tower. Uh, That can happen in two ways, but they will require Internet service. They can just set their phone to Wi-Fi calling, which most carriers support, and their incoming and outgoing calls will automatically be routed through their Internet connection for free. Now, this is less common nowadays because of the cheaper and easier Wi-Fi solution, but you may still be able to get them on a uh, Pico cell device that they can plug into their router and to power. A device like that will act as a mini cell phone tower and give their phone regular cell phone service. Again, you still got to have some signal in the area. Now, that option is harder to find these days. And it needs to come from their service provider. But it may be worth giving your carrier at least a call to see if it can be done, if they still have them available. Now, for your other question, the Brave browser is getting more popular, uh, but it's been a little scammy so far. Uh, The engine behind it is Chromium, so it should perform the same as Chrome and Edge. 
but they've been caught changing URLs to include their referral codes to make money from users' purchases. They've also done some shady things with cryptocurrency. Um, So if you want to use it, it should be relatively safe, but their promises about privacy disappear when they stand to make money, and without the privacy angle, they're just another Chromium browser. Yeah, and if that's the case, Walter, just use Chrome. If you like the Chromium engine, if you will, just use Chrome. I use Chrome. Which by far is the most popular browser in the country. Yeah. Well, exactly. in the world, really. I, I use Chrome and Firefox predominantly. Yeah, I want to say I, Chrome had an 80-something percent market share. Yeah, so yeah, it's almost like Android. You know, a lot of people think, oh, everybody has an iPhone. No, they don't. Not by far yeah. around the world. It's mostly Android. But, you know, same thing here. It's mostly Chrome in terms of browser, in spite of the fact that others like Brave and, and even Firefox and Edge, please, Microsoft Edge, I'll give you an edge. Um, And others, opera and so forth, they might like to make you think otherwise. See what happens. Let us know what works for you. Intotomorrow.com for lots more. Let's meet there. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. For more info, text the word RADIO to 35000. Joshua in Nashville, Tennessee, calling in using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. We are looking to add two video cameras to our church building and would like to know if you think HDMI or a Cat5 such type cable would be better to run it over a longer distance to get a good 4K signal. Well, Joshua, an Ethernet cable is your best bet. It doesn't need to be Cat5. There are newer, faster standards out there these days, but a Cat5 or Cat5e will be enough to transfer the 4K video signals that you want to transfer. Yeah, the Cat5s in the higher categories will transmit signals effectively to around 300 feet, and you can buy better shielded pairs if you want to make sure you don't get interference from nearby wires. Just skip Cat8 cables. They're faster than Cat5 you're looking at, but they have much shorter maximum run lengths. Just for contrast, since you asked if Ethernet was better than HDMI, an HDMI cable has a maximum usable length of about 25 feet. There are HDMI boosters you can use, but that will only get you so far before it gets expensive or before it just stops working. Yeah, and Joshua, keep in mind, like with HDMI boosters, you may be adding noise 
to the line. So you don't want to do that. Let's all meet, shall we, at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow.